What is up, my friends? Welcome to episode number 14 of Yo, the business and fitness podcast with me, Stephen Krebs, and your main man from Slovenia, Luca Hosevar. So the crazy thing is when you run a business, when you run a business, there's all this great stuff that comes along with it, right? Making your own money, being your own boss, and being in control of your destiny. But there's also the flip side of the coin, which is stress, anxiety, and ultimately overwhelm that leads to burnout. And that's what we're going to talk to you guys about today. Luke and I have both been on the flip side of this. You know, we're both hard workers. We both, you know, signed up for Team No Sleep for a little while there, where it was just yeah. we thought we were going to outwork and out hustle and out grind everybody. You know, we were about to get Team No Sleep t-shirts made, Team 24-7, Team Hustle Grind. And there's nothing wrong with working hard because I feel like, Luca, like when we started, we kind of had to, right? Like we had to put the hours in. We had to put the time in. And there's no shortcut for hard work in the beginning of your business. You guys got to, you know, you got to get clear on that. You're going to have to sacrifice and work really hard. But I think the mistake that we made was the way we dealt with it, right? And the way that we dealt with the stress and overwhelming anxiety that comes along with specifically in the gym industry where you have clients coming in, you have clients coming out, you have, you know, you may, you build really solid relationships with your members to where it almost feels like family. And then when they leave, it feels like you got dumped by your girlfriend, <laughs> all this pressure and stress. Right. And then having your revenue will go up and down, having your EFT go up and down, you know, maybe trying something in marketing that really doesn't fit into what you truly believe because you're just trying to make money. And sometimes that can take us down another path. So guys, today's podcast is not about helping you avoid it because Luke and I both learned valuable, valuable, valuable lessons in that place of burnout, stress, anxiety. And we don't want you to avoid it. We just want you to learn faster from it. So we're going to kind of tell you guys some stories today. We're going to give you some insights and some strategies on how you can adapt and learn from it quicker than we did so that you can grow and expand from it and not do it again, right? Because we don't want to get stuck in the karmic cul-de-sac, the old shit pit cycle, to where like you continue to deal with your stress in a way that doesn't ultimately get you what you want. So, you know, Luke, I know you have some insight on this. You know, what, what do you feel like? Why don't you just tell them, you know, your story about the, you know, the rise to success, but also the, you know, kind of, I don't want to say the dark side of it, but you know, when, when you ran into the wall, man, when you hit the brick wall and felt like overwhelmed and staying up too late and tired all the time and drinking too many energy drinks. And, you know, we both had our own personal issues as well. So why don't you just give these guys a peek inside of what you dealt with and then I'll do the same. I think a lot of it starts with, first of all, there's one thing you mentioned that um, I am a believer in, meaning, you know, um, th I mean, this is a discussion. This is a discussion I think a lot of people are having right now, right? Can you build, you know, can you build the business exactly the way you want it from the get go? So I don't know, give you an example, right? Like, Hey, you only, you only want to work six to eight hours a day or four hours a day or five hours a day. Um, my personal belief is still that, you know, when you start a business, the reality is it, you have to be willing to put in a lot of hours, you know, and I mean a lot, <laughs> you know, like, 16, 12, 14, 18, 20. I mean, I, I did a lot of twenties, you know, for years. Um, and at, the, at that point in time, I was proud of that. Right. Cause I was like the hardest worker in the room. Um, and you know, that's, I think where it gets lost is like, you know, the belief system that you have attached to it. So to start off, I do believe that it, you know, when you work really hard for something that you care about and you, you know, and you make this massive effort, um, 
it builds things like resilience. It builds discipline. It builds work ethic. Um, you know, it builds these values that obviously matter, uh, matter a lot. And so I think that's a good thing, you know, but what that can do also, and this is what happens and happened with me because I've always had this kind of like, uh, you know, my super superpower is that I'll, I'll work anybody, right? Like that at any time, all the time, right? And which can be good at certain parts of your life, but then it can also turn bad. Meaning I started just working, you know, like just constantly, you know, hustle, like, like hustle, hustle, even, even when now looking back at it, you know, things could have been done, been done smarter, better. And, you know, also where taking breaks and giving yourself a break and taking a vacation and going get a massage and, you know, a lot of the stuff that we will talk about in this podcast that can kind of be that buffer uh, and, and kind of get you back into balance. Uh, I didn't do those. Right. And when you don't do that, it's the equivalent of what we tell a lot of our clients um, on the fitness side, as on the business side, is that like, look, look, stress is like a bathtub with multiple pipes, right? Like, and they're open. And one of them is work. One of them is your health and your sleep. One of them is your relationships. Another one is how you eat. Another one is, you know, your environment. So each one, each tap is is, is, is has water running out of it and some of them more, some of them less, you know, and then the way that you deal with stress is basically how that water runs out of the tub, how big that hole is and how fast that runs out. And the truth is that most entrepreneurs, you know, have a lot of taps of water running and it, the tub is filling up faster than the water can go out. And once you hit that edge of the tub, that's the breaking point. Okay. That's the, uh, burnout. That's the, you lose your fucking marbles and, you know, uh, smash your head through a wall or you get in a crazy argument with your, your girl or your wife or, you know, your body completely shuts down and, and you get an anxiety attack or, you know, there's something that's going to happen. You get injured. That's another one. Like you get injured, you get sick, your immune system is, is crushed, right? So those, you know, and, and looking back that what we want to talk about is like creating that. Look, because if you want to be great, and you want to be successful, you're going to have to work your ass off, right? Um, but you want to do it in a smart way. And you want to be able to, uh, I would say, buffer that stress, learn from that stress, and be able to take strategic breaks so that you refuel. And when I say refuel, <clears throat> not just physically, but mentally and emotionally. And that's what allows you to, um, I would say, do your best and think your best, right? Like these days, you know, I went for a long, long time. I, I think I've shared it on previous podcasts, like sleeping three hours a night, you know, three, four uh, at best, most days of the week. And, you know, and, and, I, and I was able to do that. Uh, definitely didn't, I would say, um, help my health, like in the long term. But I ended up fixing that. Like I, I sleep a good amount now. So, you know, now if I sleep only three to four hours a night, I can pull it off, but it's, I can feel it, right? I can't think as straight. Cognitive abilities aren't as, as good. Uh, I'm just not on fire like I can be, right? And so, I, you know, th I think that's one of the things that, like, looking back, you know, I tell people, hey, listen, like, make sure you get your sleep in, right? You can bust your ass, but get your sleep in. And uh, I think, you know, Dan Sullivan said something really, really uh, profound. Um, and Dan Sullivan is the guy that created Strategic Coach, which is one of the most famous business coaching programs um, in the world of all time. And uh, so, obviously, it's a smart dude to listen to. 
He said that no person needs more than 250 days a year to get everything that they need to get done. You know, and that was like, 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 whoa, you know, uh, and he's, and, and like, I would say that, that organization has worked with, I don't know how many tens of thousands of really highly successful um, business owners. Right. So that means, remember this 365 days in a year. If you only need 250, that means there's 115 days left. Right. And so that has been like this thing that's on top of my mind going like, Hey, I can, I can work really hard and really focused and really smart and still have a lot of time um, to, to do other stuff, which, you know, these days I certainly take, uh, I still bust my ass, but I, I, I take a lot more breaks and trips and things like that uh, to balance and reset things out. So, you know, the conversation uh, in, in this podcast, like what we wanted it to be is, you know, how to not, like I said, when you, when you run into these and the bathtub is filling up these stressful situations, everything you're, in your life is building up and you probably know what that is. Like, you know what it is. You're, you're tired most of the time. It's hard to think you're more irritable. You're stressed out. You have a tough time sleeping. Your energy levels are low. Uh, you start feeling anxiety and depression more often. Uh, coming a lot more kind of like towards the negative side versus the positive side, right? That's how you know you're getting there. And like, you know, me and Krebs used to deal with, with that. Uh, I can tell you how I dealt with it. I mean, I, you know, I'm a, uh, I would do workaholic shit, right? I would hide my stress behind training, work, and partying. Like we, would, we had a four-year stint where we would just be, you know, I mean, on a whim, we'd fly to Vegas for four days and, and go bananas. Um, and, 2013. You know, and that was our... 2013 in Vegas seven times in a 12-week period from Seattle and upstate New York. That's the truth. Yeah, seven times. I mean, we're, we're talking about seven times we like came and left, just so you guys know, right? So <laughs> basically every other week, like we were in Vegas uh, four days a week, uh, you know, going from like literally till 6, 7 a.m. Every, every, every time, every time going hard in the paint. Um, and like I said, like, you know, that's not a great way to deal with it. Now, I, look, we learned a lot from that, so I, I wouldn't take it back. Um, you know, we had, to, we had to learn some things the hard way and hit some walls. Um, but also so that we can share a lot of that with you guys so you can, you can kind of cut through some of that stuff. Um, but, you know, the thing is, like, you have to learn how to manage your, not just manage, uh, you know, people say manage your time. I think what's more, almost more important is managing your energy. And I mean, they're very, very closely related, but it's managing your energy, right? And if right now you're feeling the things that I just mentioned before, right? Like the irritability, the, the anxiety, the stress, you know, tough time sleeping, always thinking about other shit than, what, than where you're at, meaning you're with your girl, your wife, your kids, you're thinking about the work, you're at work, you're thinking about something else, you're training, you're thinking about this, right? You're just always somewhere else, right? And you're always stressed out, you're always thinking about the past or thinking about the future, you know, like you're probably in a space that we're talking about. And, and if you don't address it, it's going to lead, like, it's going to lead you to, to deal with it in some form of way. But, um, you know, unfortunately many of us deal with it. Um, at when, when, when we don't, we don't and know any better, you deal with it with things like, Hey, for some people it's food, right? Like they start eating a lot and binge eating and emotional eating, right? For some people it's alcohol. For some people it's, Hey, for some people it's working more, right? For some people it's training. Like that, that is a thing, right? Just 
train as much as possible, right? Thinking that you can train away your stress, which you can't. Um, you know, for some people, it's partying and drugs. For some people, it's sex. For some people, it's, uh, I mean, for some people, it's like social media, right? Constantly being on social media, right? Because it numbs you, right? You get all this stimulus of other people's shit. You don't have to think about your own. And, you know, if, once again, like, we don't want you to, to deal with it in that way, right? Because what we're talking about today is either letting some of those taps of water and turning them down and or making that hole that gets the water out bigger, right? So that you don't ever reach that limit, that, that reach that threshold. So with that said, like, I actually wanted to, you know, throw a, a question your way, Krebsy, as far as, um, you know, dealing with, because obviously we, we both ran into like a wall, like legitimately ran into a wall. So for me, this was also a time of um, like, in a, in a, let's just say that in one year period, that there was a lot of stuff happening, which was from, you know, uh, me going and finalizing my divorce to um, being in a relationship that wasn't great for me. Uh, to partying all the time, working crazy amounts of time, training like crazy, hormones shot. Like I went and did my blood work and literally my, my, my test levels, all my hormones levels were, were completely shot to where the specialist doctor I talked to said, you are a phenomenon that you're still able, like how can you even train with these numbers? Um, and all of that came to wall, like tough time sleeping, stressed out a lot. Um, like I said, I was, you, you know, caffeine like i mean i was living off the of caffeine uh just to hide how fatigued i was um and really crashed and burned so you know that 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 was something that spurred for me you know that whole this whole uh i would say i went on a year year-long journey to fix my sleep you know and take it up to over seven hours uh a night which i've been sticking to actually a lot of nights i'll even get eight hours now um and so that obviously really really helped me you know, started plugging in things for myself um, on a weekly basis, no matter what, whether it's hikes, I go to Banya, the Russian bathhouse uh, every week, you know, more dinners with friends here in Seattle, like more social life, um, you know, plugging stuff in that buffered everything that was going on. But I, I wanted to throw that your way, you know, how, how did it show up for you? And like, if you can share like five big, you know, three to five big lessons of, you know, how to not just avoid, but deal with burnout because, or should I say deal with these high levels of stress? Cause you're absolutely right. You know, it, it's, it's very, very difficult to just completely avoid because life is life. Shit's going to happen. Like, you know, there's stuff you can't control, but you know, what are three to five lessons of, of, I would say how to manage it, how to better manage energy so that you can consistently move forward and not have to deal with these big uh, kind of, you know, cause sometimes like burnout can like really wipe you out, man. I'm talking about, you know, it, it can mess up your business. It can mess up your family life. It can mess up your relationships. I mean, for sure, man, I feel like, you know, a lot of the guys that I coached when I was the coach at warrior. And then after the fact, working with some guys that were running huge companies, right? The number one thing we worked on with them was energy management. And our, our, you know, our experience with this burnout and stress actually gave me the tools to, to help other people. So, you know, to rewind a little bit, this really, our, our stress levels actually peaked right around the same time because we were running the first change in the game event 
And we put that event on in like five to six months or even less. It was insane. And everybody told us. One half. <laughs> One so, half. Yeah. So everybody told us we couldn't do it. And of course we were like, oh, okay. And did it anyway. So, you know, I noticed weird stuff. Like I started getting like rosy cheeks all the time, like almost hives. And, uh, you know, my anxiety levels were a little all over the place. At the same time, I was just doing a lot of shit that I shouldn't have been doing. I was drinking, I was getting monster energy drinks delivered to my gym, the monster zeros. I was drinking like two or three of those a day. Um, you know, I've always, you know, on and off in my, my whole life, I've kind of struggled with weight a little bit, right? I grew up with like my, my parents' relationship was very toxic. They got divorced when I was in my early 20s. You know, my, my, the easiest, most ready, readily accessible drug on the planet is food, right? So it's like, you know, I would train really hard, but then I would eat shit all the time. So then I was taking like clenbuterol to burn fat all at the same. I'm lucky I didn't have a heart attack. So, you know, I was 35 years old and by far the youngest guy at the heart doctor because one night I was in bed and I, I went into straight tachycardia. Like my heart rate was like 195 beats per minute for no reason because I was having panic attacks. So it was a culmination. It was like the perfect storm of dumb shit that I was doing on top of all the stress of running an event, on top of all the other shit that was going on. I was still living in upstate New York, which never really made me super happy. So you guys got to understand, like there's going to be warning signs, right? Things that are whispers will usually become screams if they're not dealt with. So you guys got to remember that and realize that like money isn't everything and you got to protect the asset. The number one asset that you have is yourself. The number one investment you have is your business. But you can't invest in your business if you don't invest in yourself. And if you don't take care of yourself, sooner or later, you're going to run into this proverbial wall that Luke and I both experienced. So look at it this way. I'm going to give you guys some strategies that I've used to kind of pick up the pieces. Because we don't want you to completely avoid this. I, I want to reiterate that. We want you guys to experience a little bit of this because it's where the lessons are learned or in the shitty parts of life a lot of times. And those are the lessons that stick for me. The ones where I get my ass kicked, I go to jujitsu class and get dominated. I'm like, fuck, I got, I got to get better. What am I doing wrong? So you start to really analyze all of the areas where you can do better. And Luca made it a very valid point. Energy management is the name of the game. You guys got to understand this. Energy, energy management is almost everything. So the strategies are this, like whispers become screams. So if you start feeling like you're run down, you're overtired, stop convincing yourself that you need to push through it. It's okay to take a rest. You know, one of my good buddies that I coached was a retired military. So he, he told me that when they work on planes, right, when they work on jet fighters, for every hour of flying, they get 18 hours of maintenance. So if you're a high performer, that should apply to you, maybe not 18 hours to everyone, but you need to start looking at recovery. So for me, it's really simple. It's getting away from all electronics. And Luca will back me up on this. I hate noises. I hate electronics. I don't, yes, like, I do. I don't like hearing it. It's if you watch Better Call Saul, I'm like Chuck from Better Call Saul. I don't like being around electrical shit. It drives me nuts. But it's my way of disconnecting. So you have to give yourself permission to rest, recover, rejuvenate, and reset. And the way I picture it is like the old school 8-bit Super Nintendo or regular Nintendo Entertainment System and the reset button that I used to push if I was like losing in tech mobile. I just push that shit and be like, oops, sorry, dude, and uh, restart the game. So you guys have to learn how to do that. And I think the biggest piece of it is giving yourself permission because there is this razor's edge thin line of, Hey, am I working hard enough? Or am I working too hard? And most of us probably go on the, to the extreme side, especially successful people. We're all extremists. So the next step in this is finding someone that balances you out as a significant other. My wife is the exact opposite of me. And we've been together for 10 years. 
married for three, but she balances me out. She's the calmest human being I've ever seen in my life. She just doesn't get rattled by a whole lot of stuff. And that's, that's number two. So number one is rest, recover, take care of the asset. Number two is surround yourself with people that actually calm you down, not fire you up. If you're in a toxic relationship, which we've all been in one of those, she, there's no amount of money you can make that can counteract the stressful effects of that. So it just, you start to pile all these things around. The, the, the next thing is your environment. So you have to be very wary of now, not just your significant other, but the people and places that you're putting yourself in on a consistent basis, right? As much fun as Luca and I had partying, there's a lot of people and a lot of things that happen while you're partying, partying that aren't great for you, right? So think about it. Environment matters greatly in this. And then another piece of this is guys, like you can't train your way through everything. And I know you guys are all hardcore fitness peeps, right? For me, it's, you know, I'll do strength training, but it's more like martial arts training that I'll overdo it. And what happens every time is my neck or my low back gets jacked up from too much grappling. And then I, I'm out of commission, which makes it even harder. So you have to learn and you have to listen to the whispers before they become screams. This is the same shit you tell your clients, guys. It's the same shit. Like you need more recovery. Recovery is where the results happen, but you're not following your own advice. And that's one of the biggest problems, right? Sometimes we're all hypocrites. So one of the biggest things that I've added to my life in the last shit, 10 years is, and it's something that they teach at Warrior. I'm not going to take credit for like inventing meditation. I'm pretty sure some Buddhist monks like back thousands of years ago figured this shit out. So nobody really invented this, right? Except for somebody a long time ago, but it's just you know, giving yourself time to rest and recover and actually clear your mind. So there's no wrong way to meditate unless you don't meditate. Can meditation be a nap for sure? A hundred percent. For me, I, I pair it with breathing exercises, deep diaphragmatic breath work, plus I use mantras. So depending on where the stress is coming from, or even if I just want to set intentions for my day or my week, I still meditate every day. You know, I may miss a day here or there, but I try to be as consistent as I can with it because I know that's almost like a gift to myself. The, and, it, and it could turn into a 30-minute nap. We don't know. I also use brain waves, So they're like binaural rhythms. And I use brain waves while I meditate to calm me down. It's like a forest sound or an ocean sound. And really what you're telling yourself subconsciously is like, hey, I'm worth, I'm worth this. It, I, it, I'm okay to take a break. It, I'm worth actually stepping back from my work and being more efficient rather than just busy. And I think that's what happens to a lot of us, specifically with social media. I've caught myself a million times, a, a fulfillion times. We'll look that word up. A fulfillion times, like sedating myself back to the phone, right? Well, let me look at butt cheeks on Instagram, right? We're all doing it. Don't lie, right? So one thing that I do, if you go on the iPhone, unless you're one of those weirdos that has an Android, no offense, but you're a little weird. You go to your iPhone and you go to a little thing that says screen time. Right. And inside of your screen time, it will tell you how much time you're on everything. Productivity, reading and reference, social networking, anything. Here's a trick that I, I do every week. You schedule your downtime on your phone. So if you go to downtime, boom, you hit downtime, it turns the button on and you can set it every day or you can customize days where your phone will literally not let you on apps that you set yourself. So you can choose which apps you want to let through and which ones you don't. But the beauty of it is guys, it, it adds that little pattern interrupt to where you would just go grab the phone where you actually have to push the button. It'll say, do you want to unlock the phone? And then you have to say yes. And then it'll ask you, do you want to do it for 15 minutes or do you want to do it for the rest of the day? So there's these little decisions that you have to make, which I love about it, that forces you to actually say like, yeah, it's like when you're a kid and you're not supposed to eat the cookies. <laughs> you know, if the cookie was in three cookie jars where you had to like do a Rubik's cube to get to it, 
I may not have eaten the seven cookies, right? So just so you guys understand, there's all kinds, especially now, right, with technology and all the stuff that we have, there's so many different ways you guys can do this. And here's the last piece, and then I'll pass it back over to Luca, but get in nature. Like, stop sitting in your house, staring at your computer, staring at your phone. You need to go out and, and get, whether it's the ocean, whether it's the mountains, I love both. If I had to choose, I would probably choose the mountains because I'm from the hills and that's what I'm used to is up in the Adirondack Mountains. It's where I grew up. So don't, don't, like, don't deny yourself the gift of taking your shoes off and putting your feet in the dirt and the grass. Don't deny yourself the gift of like going and seeing some amazing view. I know Luca's like crazy about hiking and doing it. He's like a fucking billy goat. I've seen it. You can't keep up with him, guaranteed. I don't give a shit who you think you are. You're not going to keep up with this motherfucker on a mountain, BTW. But getting in nature, if you think about it, getting in nature, breath work, meditation, rest, recovery, rejuvenation, even adding in like some cryotherapy, massage. These are all ways that you tell yourself, hey, I love myself. And this may sound a little hoo-hoo to some of you guys, but I don't care. Because it's the truth that if you don't care for yourself, it's impossible for you to care for other people. It's just a proven fact. And most people, when they're in this state of overwhelm, and it's the last thing I'm going to talk about, it's just I'm very passionate about this topic because I know what it's like to sit in there and feel like there's no way out. Like, guys, you have to talk about this. You have to give yourself permission to find someone that will actually listen to you because pain shared is pain divided. And happiness shared is happiness multiplied. So when you feel in that, that funk, and it's one of the main things that we do inside of Young Bucks for, it's not just a business group, right? It's also an opportunity for young people to actually say like, hey, I'm really stressed about this, coach. What do you feel about it? Like, how can I, how can I counteract this feeling of depression or stress or anxiety, which we're seeing more and more and more and more in young people? And it's scary to me because, man, like all the other crazy shit that's happening in the world I think is because people are more connected technologically than ever before, but more disconnected physically and emotionally than ever before, right? It's why so many people can go on to like social media platforms and say God awful shit to people that they don't even know because they're disconnected from it. So listen, that's another podcast all in itself, but I just wanted to be clear with you guys. Listen, there's so many strategies out there and there's one book I want to point you guys towards. It's called Unfuck Your Brain by Faith G. Harper. And this book is one of the most important books that I've ever read because what she teaches you is to how to deal with trauma. And we all have trauma. And the fact that most of the time we compare our trauma to other people and that's why we hold on to it and stuff it and it becomes overwhelmed, right? Most people are in pain and we've lost the, this idea of empathy for other people, right? And what I learned from that and what helped me so much is like, hey, stop comparing my, my trauma or my pain to other people, right? Because it's, a, it's an easy way to avoid actually dealing with it and talking about it. So listen, don't deny yourself the, the gift of talking to someone about your feelings, a friend, right? You're probably in a place where you impact other people. And if you, I'm not telling you to be overly vulnerable and just spew everything into social media. Find someone that you trust and start there. And tell them what you feel and tell them that you're feeling overwhelmed. And maybe that's all it will take. That's the only little thing that, that will get you out of the funk that you're in. And it just happened yesterday in Young Bucks. A guy came on the call and was like, listen, coach, he's playing this. The, he's, he learned how to day trade with stocks. And this is a guy that has kids. This is a guy that's like trains to be an American Ninja Warrior. Like legit though. A guy can do like standing backflips and all the crazy shit, salmon ladder. It's nuts, right? but he lost $100,000 in the market in the past three weeks. 
no shit. And he was fucking rightfully so ready to lose his goddamn marbles. And he got on the call and I'm like, listen, man, you got to stop hiding. You need to be able to come in here and talk to us about what's going on. Just listen, pain shared, pain divided. So you got to share more. You got to be connected. You got to give yourself permission to not go hide when you're in that place of like complete darkness because everybody experiences that. And you'd be surprised how much of an impact you can make by sharing your story and then like just lending an ear to someone that's dealing with the same stuff. So I know that was long winded and I gave you like a hundred different strategies to deal with stuff. But this topic for me is so important because listen, you can know all the marketing in the world. You can know all the sales tricks in the world. You can be in the best shape. Like you could have a 24 pack lean ripped, like sexy bitch. Right. But if underneath it all, you are hurting and stressed and depressed, which depression is horrible or having panic attacks, None of it matters, I promise you, because all you would give it all up just to feel better. And there's only so many things we can do that make us feel better. And in that list that I just gave you guys, here's what I suggest. Don't try to implement all of them at once. Choose one, right? And my thing, the most important thing is sharing first, then implementing act, you know, actions into it, which is like get in the habit of sharing your feelings and then add meditation, add recovery, reset, rejuvenation add all the other things that we talked about over time. Because what I've seen is guys come out of the shoe or girls and they're like, I'm going to change my entire life. And I'm going to add all these, these solutions, quote unquote, all at the same time. And then they become overwhelmed because they can't keep up with their own rest, rejuvenation, recovery, like meditation schedules. And then they feel like a failure all over again. And they go right back into doing the shit they were doing before that didn't actually benefit. So listen, you're not alone, number one. Number two, like you're actually in the majority if you're having these feelings, specifically as a business owner, being overwhelmed, stressed out, annoyed, irritated, all of the above, feeling like you're on a roller coaster, that's normal. So you're not alone. But there's the benefit to sharing is that like now you know, and you know that you have more support than you actually believe. So I know that was long-winded, but I feel like you guys really needed to hear those things and to know that, you know, guys like us and shit, guys that have way more money than us and are way bigger in the, like the marketplace or like on social media and I won't name names, but like huge thought leaders and stuff and guys like that I've coached that just, you'd never believe it. And they've, they've dealt with the same exact shit. We're all the same. We're all human. We all have our flaws. We all stress. We've all felt depression, anxiety, and sadness in our lives. The more we talk about it, the more after you guys do to feel better about it. So that's my two cents on that one, Luke. I don't know if you have anything you want to add in on it, but uh, man, I'm, I'm tired now. Well, Stephen, that was fantastic. You need some rest and rejuvenation, relaxation. Um, yes, I'm going I'm to do some breathing exercises right now. <laughs> I, I'm going to kind of just piggyback on that because those were all really good, uh, really, really good points and right on the money. Uh, what, what I want to do is touch on. I guess just a couple of bullet points really uh, that will help, you know, with what are the things that will help you out with this? And the first thing I'm going to turn to is, is what we do, which is fitness. And the thing that I see a lot of, um, you know, that we actually need to teach our clients more of is to build more aerobic capacity. And you'll, you know, cause people might be like, what the fuck we're talking about stress and exactly stress and burnout. But like most of the time what ends up happening is, you know, you're, you're doing strength training, you're doing high intensity interval work, you're doing like most of the stuff that most people do in, in the fitness space or even in non-fitness space, meaning like, you know, business people, executives, stuff like that, that, that are into fitness, 
they deal with stress by doing really hardcore training, right? Because that's the mentality is like, I'm going to do this hardcore training session is going to make me feel better, which it may temporarily. But the thing is, what ends up happening is you get a lot of, you know, you're, you're already tired, you're already under recovered, and then you're doing really high intensity work, whether that's, you know, high intensity on this, like, or, or, you know, hard on the central nervous system, or it's hard on the, I would say, your, your energy systems as far as, you know, really hardcore conditioning. It's like high percentage of your heart rate. And what not enough people do is just aerobic work. And, you know, I'm not going to make this, I'm not going to make this episode about like energy systems and, uh, and like going into the depths of, of I that. I think it's but, valuable though, dude, because guess what? If people don't know how to deal with their own stress and they have clients coming in the door that are highly stressed and they're pounding the shit out of them CrossFit style, I think this is like, this is definitely valuable for the listener. So dude, go off on it. I think that this is a piece that maybe everybody doesn't think about, right? Because we have to take care of ourselves. But if we're not taking care of ourselves, guess what we're going to do to our clients and our loved ones? We're going to treat them the same way. So dude, go, go off. Let, let them know what, you know, give them the, the goods on it. Because dude, let's be real. These guys will, they'll learn a lot from this and might really help a lot of their clients, which is ultimately the reason we're doing this anyway. Well, put it this way, you know, the, uh, I would say cardio, like, you know, steady state cardio has gotten a bad rap, you know, in the last, I would say at least five years, right? Because we've had the nature, but aerobic work is phenomenal for, um, I would say not only recovery, but just building, uh, I would say aerobic capacity. That's your foundational base for conditioning, right? Like no matter what you do, you need to improve your aerobic capacity because, hey, if, if you're a football player on the field and you only do, you know, 10 explosive work, you need aerobic capacity because that's going to help you recover faster. Hey, if you're doing higher intensity stuff, it's going to help you recover faster. If you're doing strength training, it'll help you recover faster. But there's all this stuff, all this research been done in correlations that me and Joel were talking about. And obviously, Joel Jameson, you know, great friend of mine, lives 10 minutes away from you, hang out a lot, number one conditioning guy on the planet. Like, I mean, that, like, he's, he's wrote the book on conditioning, has the best course in the, in the world on conditioning. So, um, you know, with that said, probably a guy you want to listen to. And, you know, the, the number one factor for who lives longer is actually uh, HRV and aerobic capacity. So the, peop, the, the endurance athletes live 10% longer on average, which is, think about that. This fucking seven to eight years. Who would like to live seven to eight years longer? Raise your hands. All right, cool. Right? I mean, it, and also the other thing too is that the, the higher your aerobic capacity, the better you're able to deal with stress. Just in general, like, the higher, I would say, physical capacity you have, but especially aerobic capacity, the stress doesn't, doesn't um, affect you as much. And if you understand physiology, kind of get that whole point of like somebody that's untrained, right? When they get stressed out, like it burns them out faster. They can't deal with it as much. Somebody that has a higher aerobic capacity can deal with stress in a better way, right? So it has all these benefits uh, of, of longevity, of recovery. So doing stuff like, for instance, um, I do this about twice a week now, you know, when I'll get up in the morning, uh, I, I hate lifting like super heavy weights and, and stuff in the mornings, but I'll come in and I'll do aerobic capacity work. So, you know, around 65, 60, 65% of my max heart rate, less than 150 beats a minute and just do a circuit of exercise. So I'll get bored for an hour and I sweat, you know, and it's like, I leave and I feel fucking amazing and fresh. Right. And the thing is, this would be called zone one and zone two training, uh, you know, which most people are like, eh, that's boring. 
right? But that's the kicker though. And you're not doing it necessarily for like fat loss and burning calories, even though you burn calories, you're doing it for recovery and you're doing it for building an aerobic base. And it will help you deal with burnout because guess what? Like you'll be able to recover faster from training sessions. That, that training session will actually help you recover and feel better. Because remember, those are the ranges that help put you into a parasympathetic state, right? Which is a rest and digest. Because all of the higher intensity stuff, the heavy weights, the super, you know, the sprints, the high intensity work, those all put you in a, in a sympathetic state, which is your fight or flight. And you're already, this is the, the problem with entrepreneurs. They stay, like what we're talking about, what leads to burnout is, you know, that people stay in a fight or flight state all day long. Where, you know, at, when we were hunter gatherers, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd get fight or flight you know, to run from an, you know, from a, from a savage fucking beast or an animal or to protect yourself from another tribe or whatever else, right? It would be, it'd be fast, explosive. And it was over, it was done. Right. And in this day and age, like we stress about everything. And what Krebsy was talking about is like, you know, a lot of times we're in our heads, right? We're, we're in our head thinking about stuff, stressing out. And it puts us in a nonstop state of uh, not, not just alertness, but legitimately like that fight or flight state. Now, remember, this is what happens in a fight or flight state, guys, okay? First of all, blood flow rushes to your legs. Digestive system stops working because remember, everything goes to where, to survival, not optimal living. So cognitively, you don't think, you don't think well because you go into your kind of reptilian brain and limbic system, right? So all of a sudden, like you're, you're getting, the, the blood goes out of uh, the, the digestive system. So your digestive system doesn't work well. Your immune system drops, right? Because remember, energy is being allocated towards survival, not towards optimal health. So if you are living constantly, fight or flight, always stressed out, right? It also messes, what does it do? It bumps up your cortisol. So now your testosterone drops regularly, right? Your estrogen goes up. Your progesterone, I must say this wrong, progesterone doesn't get made, right? So and now you have a tough time sleeping. When you don't sleep well, your cortisol goes up, right? See how it's a never-ending cycle of stuff. And so I, I feel like there's a huge benefit of talking about how to train, you know, to improve your fitness and health. Uh, how to, you know, you can, because what it allows you to do is like when you do go hard, you can go harder. But then when you don't, like you actually plan to have recovery sessions, you know, and then of course, being smart and including things like massage, like uh, you know, I would say meditation as well, like, you know, 15, 10 minute mobility circuits that are really low intensity, going to Banya, doing like we have a cryo chamber, uh, you know, we have a cryo chamber in the building. Now we have Normatech recovery compression stuff. All our coaches, you know, uh, get to use it for free. Obviously for members is, is paid, but like, these are all different strategies of recovery, being around people you love and having a good time socializing, laughing, like that is recovery. Those are resets, right? A big reason why, you know, me and Krebsy used to like, even though we work so much, we would laugh, laugh our ass off. Same thing, you know, when I see Jay Frugia or Mike DeSanti, like we, we're crying, laughing. So we want to be in these environments that just make you calm down, relax. You're not checking your phone. You know, you're having great conversations and you're laughing a lot, right? So I, I wanted to bring all these things up because these are things that like, you know, really 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 matter and you have to look at your you know your schedule and go like hey how much of the time am i spending in just activities that are super high stress sympathetic you know both your training 
right? As well as other things. Are you in environments with people that just piss you off, stress you out, don't support you? Guess what? That's putting you in a sympathetic state. That's getting you wound up. It's making you, you know, think about, stress about stuff. Okay. So it's, you know, to go back like some, some, I would say smaller tips, because those were some like big points there that I think are very, very important. I also think that, you know, get involved with something where you're contributing, get involved with stuff where you're giving back. Um, you know, because when you're, when you're involved with something and giving back, you get out of your own head and you feel very good. You feel fulfilled. Like, so this, we're talking about charity work. We're, we're, we're talking about donations and donating your time more than anything else. Um, you know, I try to stay involved with so much, you know, community work. We're, we're right now working on uh, a badges and barbells project to, to work with the police uh, to give together in our facility, give free strength training for certain high schools, working with the regional athletic director to also go into three different high schools in this district. And, you know, pretty much like, I mean, we're, we'll almost be losing money on this to get started, but it's okay because we want to give back to the community. We obviously have our, our charity boot camps every weekend. We're launching the Vigor Dream uh, sponsor, uh, Scholarship Foundation. Uh, these are all giving back things. And even though it's more work, guys, it's important. Okay. Even though this is more work, it actually makes you more, it gives you energy rather than takes it away. It gives you energy, right? In, in the book, Give and Take by Adam Grant, he talks about how burnout is, can come because you're doing shit that you don't like, right? You got to focus on meaning, right? For instance, it's like you got to focus on work that matters to you. So you got to focus on meaning and you got to connect like the stuff that you're doing to a larger person goal. Like, you know what I mean? And this is why a lot of the contribution stuff like really, really helps out. And, it, and I would highly encourage you, you know, one to focus on like, Hey, listen, why are you doing what you're doing? Then giving back more. Cause that's going to help you out taking, you know, small stuff like taking breaks during the day. You won't believe how much of a reset it is for me to drive for lunch to the dock. I, I live, you know, I live on a lake. I live close to, uh, and, and the gym is not far away. Uh, but this could be anywhere like nature, you know, Krebsy mentioned nature, but this is what I do. You know, I'll bust my ass in, in the morning, get work done, do a bunch of stuff, shoot videos, you know, work, work, work. And then it will hit maybe like one thirty-two, and you know, it's the decent weather. Boom. I jump in my car. I drive five minutes and I sit on the, the dock on a lake for maybe 30, 40, Sometimes I take a 10 minute nap, read for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, and then go back. And just that like resets me. It's like, I'm fresh. I'm, I'm brand new. I'm like ready to go knock out another full day of work if necessary. Right. So taking breaks during the workday, that could be like, I like to get my steps in. So I'll, I'll also walk around renting a lot of times, take calls, listen to podcasts, actually kind of, you know, do work, but I'm still like, I'm moving around. I'm, 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 I'm feeling much better. Right. Making sure like, I know Steve mentioned this, but like putting away your digital devices and like really having some hard rules on this stuff, guys. Like, you know, if you're in, in if you're in company, don't ever pull that shit out. Just keep it in your pocket. Don't even pull it out. Don't put it next to you on the on on the table in a restaurant. Don't don't even bring it out. Leave it in the car or put it in your pocket and jack. You got um, this shit will make a difference. Every day. That's 14 hours, 14 hours a week that you'll, you're going to have less of that stress and that, I would say, um, constant stimulus, right? Another thing is like, do something interesting. 
right? It, instead of like concentrating on limiting or avoiding work and your off hours, like, you know, create restorative experiences that you look forward to. I don't know, playing basketball with a friend, uh, cook a meal with, with your wife or your girl, uh, focus on like, just what is a, you know, what is a, an activity that you're really excited about doing? Like, I mean, for me, like hiking, I live in the Pacific Northwest, one of the most beautiful places, you know, in America. Like I, man, I'm, I'm going on a hike next Tuesday, you know, with some friends super early, 530 in the morning, mailbox peak, right? Like th those are the types of things that like you want to focus on, like take long weekends. That's another thing. Bust your ass, like bust your ass, but hey, go from Friday to Sunday. You know, it's another place I like to go to is Cannon Beach on the Oregon coast. It's not like about three, three and a half hour drive from here. And, you know, and I'll even go there and work a little bit, like work four or five hours in the morning and then the rest of the day, hey, get a workout, you know, long walks on the beach. <laughs> like, uh, like, so uh, uh, I know it's like eHarmony, like my eHarmony profile and shit. Guys, here, here's one thing that, you know, as we wrap this up, because we don't want to overwhelm you with ways to get over <laughs> overwhelmed right so <laughs> hey guys here's 1051 ways you can handle overwhelm and you guys are sitting on the end of this sweating and shaking rocking yourself fucking fetal position oh so i think that we we gave you enough strategies and you got a general idea of from luca and i like hey we've dealt with it we still deal with it we've gotten way better at dealing with it like one million times better at dealing with it but like anything else that we teach you on, on the podcast is that you just have to find one that works for you. Remember, like our schedules are ours for a reason. We figured out what works for us. That doesn't mean we're not constantly testing and tweaking and seeing what we can do to optimize our lives and our recovery and our fun. But listen, not one person on their deathbed goes like, man, I wish I worked more. So use these strategies to get hyper, hyper clear and focused on what it is that you actually want to create in your lives to get the results that you actually want. If it's freedom, cool. Then sit down and plan that shit out. If it's money, great. But what's the real purpose behind the money? Because if it's just money, you're going to run into overwhelm more than anyone else. So I know we gave you a lot to think about today. And I know that this has happened pretty much on every podcast. But Luke and I are both very passionate about stuff like this. And I know we can help you. One thing that we ask you guys is this. like When we give you book recommendations, grab the book, read it, and then recommend it to somebody else. You know, unfuck your brain changed my life. And I believe that it could really help a lot of people. Obviously, I don't get a kickback. I didn't give you a link, right? It's just a book. Go to Amazon, get the book. Do what Luke and I do and go buy 20 of the books and just hand them out. You know, I gave one to my aunt who was struggling with stress and anxiety. And I've given them to my sister and my brothers and my brother and my sisters. And like, it just, you guys, pay it forward. You know, Luca stands by this. And I know his business is built around the go-giver mentality. So do the same. You know, don't listen to this and then just, you know, don't, you know, not do something about it. Go ahead and, and, and I'm not saying this to get more listeners for us, but if you feel like this is really beneficial to you, you know, send the podcast to somebody else that you know is struggling with this stuff. Because the best thing in the world when you're dealing with anxiety, stress, overwhelm is knowing that you're not alone. So listen, guys, we're going to wrap this up. That's episode number 14 of Yo, the business and fitness podcast. I hope you guys got a lot out of this. We appreciate you tuning in. Remember, if you're somebody that does $5,000 a month or less, go to ybsuccess.com. That's the Young Bucks program. That's for the beginners, foundational levels inside of business, lifestyle, stuff like that. And then Yo Grow Your Gym is the 5,000 and up mark. And that's where we're working with people to try to help them scale a sustainable, the key word here is sustainable business. 
that can stand the test of time. Luke has been in business for over 13 years. I had next level for 10. Like we are guys that have proven the longevity in a business where there's a high turnover rate. So listen, don't get caught up in the glitz and glamour. Focus on the principles and the foundations that we know are going to work long term. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Thank you so much. Let's catch you on the next one. We are out of here today, my friends.